Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody, it's Lloyd Spence, and the NFL season is in full swing. Listen, you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Listen, we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs, and you need to get your money together so you can pick your playoff championship team. From the game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino because it never closes. So head on over to BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag. Head over there today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, BetOnline.ag. Get on over there and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Tell them your man Lloyd and the noisemaker sent you. You are now listening to Believe in the ACC with my husband, Mr. Talkin' Noise, Lloyd Spence, and our brother, Heisman Trophy and Florida State legend, Charlie Ward. And now, Lloyd and Charlie. Go get them, fellas. It is a pleasure to be here again with you tonight and today, because this will air on podcast tomorrow (laughs) at noon. And I am Lloyd Spence. That is Charlie Ward. And that handsome gentleman down there, is our very special guest, Mr. Josh, Joshua or Josh Morgan. Which one are we going with tonight? You grow now. <laughs> <You> grow- <laughs> I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Joshua Morgan, it's good to see you, man, bro. How you doing tonight, to be here, man? man? With yourself, and of course, it's a pleasure to be on here with the legend, Charlie Ward, man. I'm up. Do I have the best job in sports or what, man? Week in, week out, I get to sit with a Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, that's just – it doesn't get much better than that, man. It doesn't get better at all, man. But I got to tell you something, Charlie. This gentleman that we have here tonight is a legend in his own right. This is a real-life hero. Like, like I, you know, we like to say that sports guys do all these heroic things. And, yeah, you know, that's true. We do, we Some of the things that they're doing – you're pointing like okay, Charlie. We're gonna let Charlie work on his sound a little bit. Um, but we like to say the guys are uh, real life heroes, you know, in sports and stuff. And that's—I mean—that sounds cute and cliche. But Joshua, you're a real hero, bro. You out here giving whole kidneys to people like that is unbelievable. For those who don't aren't familiar with the story, this this amazing young man right here. Uh, as a younger brother, right? Your younger brother, uh, Daniel, yeah, yeah. uh, needed some assistance this during this pandemic, and uh, and man, you stepped up in a big way, man. Tell the people about that real quick because I can't let you come on without talking about it. That is that's some next level heroism, right there, bro. Thanks, man. Uh, I mean, I feel like anybody would have did it, man, you know, especially for their family members, you know. But, um, yeah, it was just a time and period where he definitely he needed it, you know what I'm saying? And I was tired of seeing him, you know, going through the whole dialysis process and just going through everything he was going through. So, um, you know, I, I just got fed up with it. And, you know, it really created more of a sense of urgency 
when yeah. my daughter, my niece, Harmony, when I saw her crying one day and she was like, you know, she was real scared and she was like, I think my daddy's going to die soon. Wow. And after she did that, then I was just like, man, like, nah, this can't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always consider myself the sacrificial lamb for my family. And um, I was just like, nah, this can't happen. Something had to happen. So I tried to speed up the process and I started calling in and did all the tests and everything. And, um, you know, I ended up being a match. And as soon as that happened, probably what 10 days later they did the surgery and had the kidney transplant and everything was a success you know god couldn't have wrote it any better so wow bro that that is listen i know you you out here saying oh man i think anybody would have stepped up let me just tell you i don't know if that's true because there's a lot of people that would not would have been like well we gonna pray for you Pray for your daddy. I mean you just was like nah let me just go and get this test done that's amazing man that is so incredible uh, to step up for your brother like that, man. That's real cool. So now you get a chance to meet Mr. Ward, Mr. Ward, Mr. Joshua Morgan. Let you brothers chop it up here. <laughs> What's up, Josh? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we got you down. Okay, my I don't know. It's uh, again, again the technology in a COVID world, brother. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I get a lot of static on my end, uh, but it's a great story, and um, you know it, it does take courage. Uh, for what you were able to do, um, because as Lord said, a lot of people would say they would do it, but when time came to do it, um, it definitely takes some courage uh, to know that you're going to be okay um, as well, because you're giving up a kidney, which means that you're only going to have one. Um, and so, you know, if you're thinking about yourself, uh, those are things you start thinking about. But, you know, when you're thinking about others and knowing that God's going to take care of you because of your sacrifice um, for someone else, you know, you, you're willing to do it. And so that's commendable, um, you know, to be able to do it, to go through with it, and to, yeah. to be successful. Uh, and shout out to uh, Papa Dennis and Mama Luanda for, because you know you probably got some praying parents that was right there in that moment on their knees for their babies. That's pretty cool, bro. I'm telling you, that's that's some real stuff, man. Definitely, man. We definitely got a lot of prayer warriors that got us through that because it was right in the midst of the pandemic, as you stated. And yeah. I, I think we were the first ones. We did it at Georgetown Hospital Center at the Georgetown uh, Transit. Okay. And, um, yeah. And we right there in D.C.? Yeah, right in D.C. And we okay. We were the first ones to do the COVID test. Like, yeah. You know, do the COVID test on us with the swab and tickle your brain <laughs> right 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 you know and we were the first ones to do it there so it was definitely you know prayers and definitely god had his hand and everything throughout the whole process man that's that's amazing man i had to i had to bring that one up bro because i was like when i when I'm, you know how you do your research you say okay I, yeah i remember Josh. well i remember you you know i know you played for the 49ers and i know you played for the Bears, but of course as you can see i remember you from your Washington days, and you got us a couple of times. So <laughs> you had a couple of good games against us. So I definitely remember you from your from your Washington day. But I didn't know that story, man. I was like, man, he out of here for real in this COVID world, just uh, doing God's work for real. So I'm much love to you, brother. Impressed with that, man. That's that's all right, man. Thank you. Uh, listen, man. Uh, 
I this has been a, a wild one, man. Uh, a wild season. And again, our special guest tonight, Virginia Tech wide receiver legend at Virginia Tech, Josh Morgan. Uh, doing Joshua Morgan. I got to get that grown man on with him. So, <laughs> um, man, this has been a wild season for your Hokies, man. Like right off the top, y'all came into the game down twenty three players, and and everybody like, well, man, they're gonna struggle right out the gate because they down so many players. And y'all come out and put a stomping on North Carolina State, man. What? How are y'all managing this season? Like, I know you're probably still close to the program. How has it been just like mind blowing to you this season? Yeah, it's definitely been a mind blowing season. I think all across the world, but especially with my Hokies and um, I feel like the coaching staff and the leadership just taking over. You know, on some next level creativity, and they just really, you know, got the kids locked in, and the kids are so eager to play and get the season on. Because I mean, that's basically their outlet. I know that was my outlet, but everything else going on in the world, I can get on that field and. That was kind of my sanctuary, and that's where I kind of let it all out and throw my head down and have fun. So I think that's how the kids kind of embracing it. But the leadership as far as the coaching staff and how they putting everything together and the training staff, you know, shout out to all oh, the training staffs all across the world because they got yeah. the hardest job in America right now. Yeah. They really do. I mean, we're not in America in football. It's in football, right, 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 right. right. No, I got you, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really been a challenge, man, and, and it's going to be a challenge for a little while. Like, we – like Charlie and I talk about each week, man. This is we we we're just getting started with all this. Like it's go, you know, with basketball season coming up, it's gonna be a lot of that same stuff. Just week in, week out, what's gonna happen? What are people gonna do? How are they gonna manage it? Um, you know, I, I look at your Hokies, man, and and, and um, I you know I think like I agree with you. They got a lot of creativity. It's been a wild season. They pulled out some games that nobody thought they would should have won. Uh, and then they lost some games that you were like, really? Y'all lost to them? You know? <laughs> so, you know, uh, when you when you evaluate your Hokies this season, what's your evaluation of, of the season as a whole? Um, right now, I think that, you know, it's definitely a young team, but that's not any excuse, you know what I'm saying? Because like you said, I think it's a young team, whereas though, I mean, what you just stated, um, we, we get up for those games that everybody doubt us out and everybody doubt us and think we're going to lose and count us out. And then the games that we just kind of like we overlook the games that we supposed to win and end up blowing it at the end of some or end up, you know, not not giving that same energy and that same effort as those games like a North Carolina State and all, you know, those games that everybody, oh, the Hokies going to, do, going to lose, you know. We get up for those games, but when we when we not the underdog, man, we end up laying the egg. So, yeah. um, I don't know, man. I really think you had to, they just got to continue to grow up, man. It's a learning process. Yeah, absolutely. But um, like I said, they got a great young coaching staff, man. I'm sure they're going to get it together. I know this last, last run for the end of the season, I'm sure they're going to finish strong. Well, I got to throw this one out to both of you. So, Charlie, I want you to jump right in here on this one. Because as we both, as we all know, the ACC came down with uh, what is being held as a, just a really, you know, the ACC, as, as, as quiet as it's kept, they, to me, have done about as well a job conference-wise as you can do with all of this. Like, they have not tried to waver back and forth and, and move. I mean, they've really tried to stay, of course, stay flexible, stay fluid with this season and try to make adjustments when need be. And so with the adjustments of them basically locking in, making the schedule changes and locking in Notre Dame basically to the title game, 
uh, and then giving both Miami and Virginia, uh, Miami and uh, Clemson pass to the title game. Do you guys like what they did with the changes? Uh, Charlie, we'll start with you on this one. Do you like the changes that they made, or do you think it was a little – because Miami essentially has to win two games to get to the ninth game, whereas Clemson only has to win out against Virginia Tech this weekend. So what do you what do y'all think about that? Well, of course, Miami, uh, they they haven't played in like four weeks. <laughs> so they missed a lot of games. Right. Uh, you know, during this time. So um, I think it I think what they did was a commendable one because it took some guts to be able to say these are our two best teams and we'll allow them to you know, play one game and have uh, potentially the week off before the championship game, as opposed to pitching them holding into everybody playing a week before uh, or having one team sit at home while the other team uh, plays. And I think that's the way it should be uh, across the board moving forward, not for the ACC, but just in general, uh, because that's normally what happens, you know, when you start talking about the, the college football playoffs. Uh, the team that normally that loses in the eight, in the SEC tournament, I mean SEC uh, championship game, uh, if they're if they're one of the top teams and they're not in the eight SEC championship game, then they're sitting home, you know, looking pretty while teams are playing that championship game. Um, and so we've seen that a la Alabama uh, a couple of times where they were sitting at home and they got opportunities even though they were the better team, but they didn't even get a chance to win their uh, their, their, their championship, uh, conference championship. And so I just think what the ACC did was very uh, commendable, and it also sets up, you know, the, the three teams that have an opportunity, one being Notre Dame, they haven't lost a game, um, and then the two teams that are, are going to be ended up 9-1 uh, and one at this point, uh, or I don't know what Miami is. They haven't played in, in a while. But they only had one loss. Right. Uh, I just think they did a did a very good job of giving them an opportunity here, a last-minute opportunity to play a game. Clemson has Virginia, and Miami's playing Duke. And so they have, both have opportunities to finish the season, and then, of course, they'll go with the tiebreakers. And so we know that Clemson has a tiebreaker over Miami, and Notre Dame, of course, has a tiebreaker over all of them. And so I just think it's, it's, it's something that probably need, need, needed to be done. And kudos to them for pulling the trigger, you know, to yeah. make it happen. Yeah. What do you think about that, Joshua? Uh, I think I'm going to agree with Charlie. Um, you know, it, it is kind of weird that Miami has been off so long. Yeah. You know, but, you know, for them to kind of basically have the confidence to like you said, pull the trigger and, go, and, and call it what it is. I mean, these are two best teams, and we're going to see y'all duke it out. We're going to get y'all the proper amount of time to prepare for the game. It's almost like a bowl game, basically. You know what I'm yeah. I, I'm impressed with it as well, man. I, I just think that's probably the right decision, and, and, and it keeps everybody healthy. You know what I mean? So you get a good ACC championship game one way or the other. Uh, you're not having these teams go play extra games that they don't necessarily need to play. So I'm I'm really impressed by it. Well, and and again, what makes it really even more fascinating is when you broaden this out and you look at what other conferences are struggling to do. You look at what the Big Ten is struggling. 
to figure this thing out, and they got all types of problems, and they may not even get their team into. Because here's the other part that we haven't talked about: Miami, uh, or uh, not my one of these three teams actually could end up in the the national championship picture as well. Like, or two of these teams could end up in the national championship picture as well because it could flow, it could flow out that the two teams that end up with the one losses who play each other in the ACC championship. They're, they can easily make an argument that they're the, they, they deserve to also be in the national championship picture. Well, definitely if Clemson beats Notre Dame, uh, that, that, that definitely plays into uh, your you know, thinking, uh, what, you, what you just talked about. And so um, I just – that would be different, <laughs> you know, because it's normally the SEC. Right, so, right. Uh, so have the two teams. But this year it could be the ACC. Uh, with Notre Dame and Clemson. Um, I don't think Miami is championship worthy or cal- caliber type team. Mm-hmm. Um, just that's my opinion. I think they're a good team, but I don't think they're a team that could compete for the national championship. Um, and so I think Clemson and Notre Dame would definitely uh, be the top two teams. Uh, you know, to at least have a chance just because right. of their, 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 their quarterbacks, because of the teams. I mean, the, the team that they have this year, Notre Dame, you know, as we talked about, you know, I think their offense, defense, special teams are solid. Mm-hmm. And Clemson, of course, they have Wonder Boy um, that we all love, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a very good player, uh, along with the defense. Um, and so I just think those two teams definitely will have a chance um, if if Clemson beats no, uh, Notre Dame. Joshua? Again, I'm going to have to agree with the ledger, man. I think, you know, I, I, I thought Clemson was going hands down beat, you know, everybody this year. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, I definitely would love to see them playing for the national championship. You know, I would love to see an ACC representative playing for it, not only playing for it, but bringing it home again yeah it it is interesting now i don't think this is possible but there is a scenario where a miami could somehow sneak into this game and if they had a dominant performance against one of these two teams like a dominant performance well it would be notre dame if they were to sneak in and somehow get a dominant performance against notre dame it brings up for an interesting conversation but also it would take ohio state not fulfilling their sixth game which by the way that thing is crazy to me because if if you're not going to make the six games, you're just not going to make the six games. And so what do you do? You punish Ohio State for something that they're completely out of their control? I mean, I, that's the part that I don't – that I'm struggling with with them because they, they're doing everything that they can do. Hey, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they set the rules. Uh, they, and, you know, it is a tough – it would definitely be a tough deal. Um, because I do think they're one of the teams, top tier teams, uh, at least the top four. Right. Uh, but if they're not able to make their championship game because of the number of games they have, you know, they haven't been able to play, uh, then that's on the committee to, you know, go off of what the, the games that they have. Um, and that would be tough, you know, even though I think they're one of the top four teams. Uh, but if they're only if they're only playing five games in, or let's just say they play five games, they get five games in, and you have four other teams, uh, 
three other teams or other teams is vying for those four spots that have played 10 games. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a big difference. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it was like one or two games, I could understand, but four or five yeah, games, yeah. That, that's, that's a big, that's a big difference. It is. It is. I, I, it's a challenging situation. I feel bad for 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 them and and, and those players because there's nothing they can do about it. There's absolutely nothing they can do about it. But I do want to ask you both this question because there are some teams in our conference, the ACC, that have had some challenges. We talk about one of those in particular, uh, Syracuse each week, and and there's others that have just kind of struggled this season. Should anybody be punished, Joshua, for having a bad season? in the midst of all that has happened since spring ball to now, should anybody, do you think anybody should be in the hot seat per se going forward? I don't at all. I, I, I think that would be completely unfair because like you stated, we can't control what's going on in the world. And for them to even be functioning right now and actually be out there and put a team on the field and, you know, function with practice and everything else, um, and keep the training staff together for them to even be healthy and keep the players healthy, that alone should be commended. So I don't yeah. think any coach or anybody should be in the hot seat at all. This is basically should be treated like a red shirt here for real. <laughs> well, I, I, I agree. Uh, you know, with with everyone getting a pass this year, you know, there's no eligibility being lost. Um, I, I can't. I mean, there have been some coaches that have gotten fired thus far. Um, but it would be tough, you know, for an administration to fire a coach, especially with them losing money um, within the program and you're having to buy out a staff, um, head coach and a staff. And I, that would be tough, you know, in, in this season. And so I know some people may pull the trigger, uh, but I hope not. Uh, but as right. Joshua mentioned, you know, it will be tough uh, for someone to pull the trigger on all the challenges that they've had to face. Oh, man. And that's to get, get a team to the field, <laughs> to get a team to the field on Saturday. That's not a small Saturday, thing. <laughs> you know, that, that's, a, that's a win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is not a small thing whatsoever. Uh, speaking of getting to the field on Saturday, uh, the Hokies just gained a ton new fans from South Florida this weekend. Uh, I got to start out. I won't ask you for your official prediction yet because we're going to do that here in just a minute. But I will ask you, this, this up and down team that we've seen all year long, I got to ask you, can they pull this off? Do you think, do they, what would they need to do to pull this off this weekend? Um, we would definitely need to be locked in on all cylinders. Um, we would need to be focused and keep that same energy throughout the game. We got to figure out some way to stop <laughs> the golden child. <laughs> right, 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 right. But you can't even stop them. You just got to figure out some way to just contain that pass yeah. and contain them. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it, keep it reasonable. You know what I'm saying? Keep them, keep, keep your defense disciplined, and you just. Go out there and make every play that's out there for you. Don't leave nothing on the field. You got to play this like this your championship game. Yeah. Do Do you think they should they, they they zero in on one part and say, okay, well, we can't let Trevor and Travis Etienne beat us. We gotta it's gotta be one or the other. Or do and and who? It, 
it can you stop? You say you can't stop Trevor Lawrence. You can maybe slow him down. But do you load up on the box and say, okay, well, Travis ain't gonna beat us too, so we we got to stop him and then just just take our chance with Trevor. Or is that a good strategy, Charlie? Is that a good strategy, Joshua? I think with the defense they got, they still playing the version of Bud Foster defense with Justin Hamilton taking over as defensive coordinator. Okay. So with that being said, I think, you know, his defense, if they stay disciplined in it, and I think we should have a lot more players back this game, if you stay disciplined in it and just go out there and play football the way you know how to play football, I think, you know, we don't really have to load the box. Mm. The way the defense is set up, Defense set up for that safety to roll down anyway, helping the box. So it's going to look like you got seven in the box, but we rolling down anyway. You know what I'm saying? Not going to put our defense out. There. No, no, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. No, that's just the way the defense is played. You know, so I think you know it's kind of set up to kind of basically keep everything under control, keep the keep the run game under control, and be effective in the pass game. The defense is really set up to get to that quarterback. So if we do that and get to that quarterback and touch him and get him down a couple of times. And we should be good. All we got to do is take care of the ball on offense and make the plays we need to make on offense. And we got to get back to Beamer ball. I know Beamer ain't been there. But we got to do something on the special teams. It's still it's still that mentality. We got to get back to Beamer ball. And if we just do the things that made us successful throughout the years, then we should come out with a victory. Charlie, I'm trying to remember. Did you experience Beamer ball? Charlie? Let's say again, I... I said, did you did you experience Beamer ball? Did I do what? Frank Beamer ball, Beamer football, Frank Beamer the coach, head coach. Did um, you get some of that defense? I can't, I can, I can barely hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, is that better? Yeah, that's better. Okay, did, did you experience Frank Beamer that Beamer ball? Yes, I did actually. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was a, uh, I was a, fr I was a freshman. I was the punter, of course, uh, as a freshman. And so I got an opportunity to punt uh, there at Virginia Tech, then Blacksburg. And the thing that I remember about that game was, you know, I punted during the game. And there was one punt where, I, I, you know, I thought it was a good punt. And I was running down the field. And all of a sudden, I was on the ground. As a guy that came and just clipped me from the side, like, oh, oh, well, you shouldn't have been jogging down the field. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, I'm just a punter, man. Let me come, let me come and hit blindside. But that was a great story. Uh, you know, first of all, I'm, I'm, this, I'm, I'm shocked that this is the first time I'm hearing about your punting prowess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Josh was like, what? I'm yeah. eating say Rex. I had like, like, is he saying punter or or punt returner? I'm thinking punt returner, but you kept saying punter. So I didn't know you were a punter. This is breaking news today. I did not know you were a punter at one time. Yeah, I followed your career and I didn't know that. And is, is this the listen, is this the first time a punter also won a Heisman trophy? Uh it probably has. It probably is. That's all I'm saying, Charlie. You're breaking news right here tonight, hey, man. Hey. And he also probably the first punter that played in the NBA, too. <laughs> right. The first punter that ever played in the NBA. Just, you're a trendsetter, bro. You're a trendsetter. <laughs> That's incredible, man. That's incredible. Well, listen, Joshua, we, I'm glad to have you here tonight, man. For those who don't know, this is our guest, Joshua Morgan, uh, Virginia Tech wide receiving legend. Are you still second on the list all time? 
I haven't even checked, man. You haven't checked? Okay. At one time, he was second on the list all time in yards. Might still be. We don't know. But we're going to say that he is for today. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Washington Redskins receiver, Chicago Bears, uh, uh, San Francisco 49ers, right? Yes. So uh, just, just an all-around wonderful hero guy. He's a hero guy. So we do this every week, man. We play our game. Let's pick them. And we uh, pick the games for the week. So if you're up for it, man, we'd love to have you pick some games with us. You down with that? Yes, sir. Let's go. That's what's up. All right. So we're going to jump right in. Game one, West Carolina versus number 17, North Carolina. That's a noon kickoff on the ACC Network. Uh, fellas, who you got on this one? Charlie, we go. We start with you. Uh, well, I mean, I, I think North Carolina is going to work to try to get some revenge. Um, and I think they'll handle Western Carolina. <coughs> will, will, it, will it even be close, though? That's the real question. I, I don't think so. No? Okay. Uh, All right. Joshua? Yeah, I'm definitely going with North Carolina, man. I know the, the, the legendary coach down there going to get them, get them ready. And they, I, I don't think it's going to be close either. All right, all right. Twenty, huh? At least twenty points. Are you going twenty on them? All right, all right. Listen, if y'all, if y'all going over to BetOnline.ag, put your money on Joshua. He said they take take North Carolina plus twenty. <laughs> all right, we gonna go with the full sweep on that with North Carolina for me as well. Uh, what about Syracuse and Notre Dame? I mean, you know, I kind of feel bad for Dino because. This probably this this might be it. This might be the the, the last one. Now, Syracuse. What we've known about them for this year is they're going to come and compete. They are going to compete. Now, that's true. So, I mean, they haven't been able to win a lot of games, but at least they've been competitive to the point where you know it's hard to say he's done because they're still like you talked about last week. They're still fighting. Uh, yeah, last week could have easily won the game as opposed to losing it, and so. I just I, I don't know they won't win this game, but I I just hope it's I hope it's close close for my man Dino's uh, uh, you know for for his sake right I hope it's close now I mean, now you bring up an interesting point Josh before you jump in there if he can make this one close like a really competitive let's shock Notre Dame and put a little pressure on them and that kind of thing. You never know. That might be enough to make the, the brass go, okay, the, the, the kids have adapted the style. They learned. They, they were competitive. Let's give one more shot. You know, I don't know. I don't think they're going to win either, but, you know, that's just my opinion. But, Joshua, what you think? I mean, it, you know, if it's – if it's let's just say the game is, is very similar to how North Carolina and Notre Dame's game was. Right. Where it was maybe a touchdown, a two-touchdown, you know, game – and it stays that way, uh, you know, and and, and it's not a, a total blowout, then, you know, I, I don't see how they could get rid of him. But then again, I don't see how, you know, schools can get rid of a coach and this, during this time, as we talked about, but they yeah. have. Yeah. What do you think, Josh? Who are you going with on this one? Um, I'm definitely going with Notre Dame, but just to touch on what y'all saying, like even the fact that you know we kind of talk about Dino being on the hot seat and everything like that. If if, if they made up their mind already, they already made up their mind. That's a great point. That, that's the way football is. We already know that it's a business. It's a business. Yeah. We even talking about it, then 
You know, they talking about it. They they already know what they're going to do. It don't matter if he come out and win this game. They, they oh wow! You don't think you think he, even if they've already if he can win it, this is still probably he, a wrap. If he win this game and that's what they've been talking about, then it's probably you know they probably already have an idea of who they're going to go with and how they're going to move in the future. That is not a bad point, sir. <laughs> Joshua, we going with this next one. Boston College and Virginia. Uh, Boston College is just like that chocolate that Forrest Gump talked about. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, but they've been playing well as of late. So, Joshua, who are you going with on this one? I'm a B-Tech legend, man. I can't pick UVA. You can't, I was going to say, you can't really pick Virginia. I can't pick UVA. I'm going. I mean, Listen, I was gonna put it out there and see if you were gonna make it back to Blacksburg or not. Yeah, <laughs> right. <Boston> College. <laughs> smart man, smart man. Okay, Charlie, who are you going with on that one? I don't know. This is a kind of a toss up. Um, you know, Boston College and Virginia—they've had their moments. They've kind of been competitive in most most of their games. I'm going to go with Virginia because they're playing at home. That's the only reason. Uh, I mean, and we don't know if uh, BC's quarterback is back, uh, even though I think the backup played pretty well last week. Right. Uh, but I'm going to go to Virginia uh, because they're playing at home. That is the only reason. All right. All right. Uh, we bring a guest on from Virginia Tech, and this is what you do, Charlie. Okay. <laughs> and he's been so complimentary of you. But having said that, I'm probably going with, with uh, uh, Boston College. So there you <laughs> All right, um, Georgia Tech and North Carolina State. Now, this one is interesting to me because Georgia Tech played very well last week, and, and maybe the kids have discovered something in themselves. So wait, where y'all going with this one? Joshua, who are you going with this one? Georgia Tech, NC State, 4 o'clock game again on the ACC Network. I, I like Georgia Tech. I like Georgia Tech. Like you said, I'm hoping they take that momentum into this game and, you know, come out with a victory. You know, some people need confidence boosters, and they definitely had that. So, you know, I'm hoping they just continue to build on it and go out and play great football. All right, all right. Charlie, what are you going with on this one? Uh, Joshua said Georgia Tech, correct? He did. He did. Uh, I'm going to go with Georgia Tech as well. Uh, even oh, wow. though I'm, I'm kind of afraid to pick them, especially playing on the road, because last week they played really well at home. Uh, and playing on the road is a little different. Uh, but I think and hope that, you know, the, the confidence that they played with last week um, and them playing well, you know, last week will carry over to this week. Um, you know, I like Jeff Sims. Of course, he's a, he's a decommit from Florida State, but I got an opportunity to uh, talk with him and, and meet him. Um, but I, hopefully, you know, the young team can, can learn from last week and take some of that uh, mojo that they had um, last from last week to North Carolina State. So I'm gonna go with Georgia Tech. Okay, all right. I'm. I'm here's what's interesting to me. The uh, y'all saw earlier this week that the Sun Bowl canceled their game for the first time in like forever. Like it's the the last time the Sun Bowl uh, wasn't played. I think Moses was was like calling the game or something. But the. Uh, I think that may be the, the, the rule and not the exception this year. There, I think there's going to probably be some more bowl games that are going to probably decide to cancel. And so for NC State, this is a big game. 
This is a, this might be the game they say, okay, well, let's go out on a, a high note. Because I think they gained some real ground this season in what they're trying to build in that program. And so I feel like Georgia Tech, while they have gained a lot of knowledge, this is a game where they're going to be like, okay, we agree to take it to y'all because we probably we may not play another game this year. So I'm I'm gonna go with uh, NC State on this one. It, um, I think they I think they got some things that they're trying to work out. So, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I don't know if this was is, is one that we need to spend a lot of time on Miami and Duke. No disrespect to the Dukies, but I mean, it's you know. It's still Duke. Duke football is Duke football. Did you put up your biggest numbers against Duke football? I didn't. Actually, no disrespect to Mr. Ward, but uh, I put up my biggest numbers against uh, Florida State. How about that? How about that, Mr. Ward? It was a big game, though, ACC championship, you know. There you go. There you go. There you go. So he had to show up for that one. <laughs> Everybody going with Miami on this one? Yes, I'm going Miami. Right. They haven't played in forever. <laughs> I think they'll show up. They still remember. Yeah, they'll have everybody healthy. Uh, they've definitely been on for, for a time to get everyone healthy. And so I think they'll be prepared and ready for this game. Well, well one thing about it, if you haven't played in forever, Duke is a good way to usher yourself back into, <laughs> back into the mix. Now, Duke, Duke's going to compete, though. They, may they are going to compete for three for at least three quarters. We know they're going to do give you three solid quarters. It's that fourth one that you don't know. And you don't know when that fourth one is coming. Does it come early or it come late? But they that's the problem with Duke. Okay. All right, let's talk about the big one. Let's talk about the big one. Clemson, Virginia Tech, 730 on ABC. The world will be watching. Uh, let's start with our guest, Mr. Joshua. What are you? I know you're picking the Hokies. I know you're picking the Hokies. You can't pick against the Hokies and, and still keep your plaque in Blackburn. <laughs> but what are, what do they have to do or what will go right for them to win this game? Um, I mean, as I stated earlier, they, they have to play disciplined football on the defense. They have to make plays. They got to get to the quarterback. Um, they got to stay disciplined and lane responsibility in the run game. They got to make all the plays on offense. You can't do nothing on the field on offense. Got to convert third downs and got to play big in special teams. You got to get back to Beamer ball. Like, you got to – that's that's going to be the difference. You know, most games like this, big games, uh, we won the game in special teams, whether it's the hidden yardage, whether it's the big plays on punt return, whether it's the punt block, whether it's some type of – points on special teams. So we got to get points on offense and we have to get points on special teams. And we got to just play solid defense. Who's the player we're not talking about that has to show up for them? I know we talk about Hooker each week. We talk about Herbert each week. But who's the player we're not talking about that has to show up being uh, offense or defense? And and, and if they show up, there's a real shot here. The whole special teams. The whole special teams. We, We need them. We need them. We leaving points. We leaving yardage out there. We leaving points on the field. Wow. We need the whole special team. We need our returners to play big. We need our kickers to play big. We need wow. our front line on the pump block team to get. We need turnovers in the special team. Mm. It got to wow. be the difference, especially with a high power offense like Clemson. It has to be the difference. All right, all right, Charlie. What do you think about that? Who you who you uh, who are you picking and 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 why? Well, I'm picking uh, Clemson, 
And of course, um, no disrespect to Joshua, but I just think at this point, Clemson, they, they, they're out there trying to prove a point. <laughs> and, you know, they hung 31 um, on whoever they were playing last week uh, real early. And they were making a, making the point that they were upset that they didn't get a chance to play at Florida State. And, you know, we're, we're preparing ourselves for the championship game, ICC championship game. And so I don't care who they put out there, their whole thought process right now is our goal is to try to destroy whoever it is. And I know uh, Virginia Tech is definitely kind of coming in limping in, in some form or fashion, like most teams. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, Clemson right now, I think they're starting to get some of their guys who have been out healthy uh, on defense. I know Stoskowski uh, just came back last week, and he was supposed to be limited to like 20 plays. Uh, I think he played them all in, in one quarter. But uh, he's back, um, and so they, they got some of the guys that had been out for extended period of time uh, back. And so I just think they're destined, you know, Coach Coach um, Sweeney, you know, he's used that Florida State deal to rile his guys up. Um, and not that they needed it, but it was just a rallying point for him uh, and his team. And I just think right now they're on a mission, and I don't see them losing on um, on Saturday. All right. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say something a little bit different here. There is a path I think to beating Clemson, and I think the path is quite honestly what Joshua said. There has to be a total team thing and a ball control kind of thing. Like sometimes the best way and the only way to stop a high-powered offense is to keep them off the field. And so if Herbert can be Herbert, which he has the potential to be that, um, and 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 throwing some hooker, doing some things, running the ball, some 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 RPOs or whatever, it could be interesting if they can control the clock. Now, can they control the clock? I don't know. But if they can control the clock and keep Lawrence off the field, then you might have an interesting situation. And what makes me think that there's a possibility is, is what we started with in this, this uh, conversation. Virginia Tech seems to get up for these games. I don't know what it is about the underdog role that they seem to have embraced this season, but they seem to like that role. And they, don't, and they look forward to playing the spoiler. So with that being said, I'm calling the upset. Oh, I am calling the upset. Right. And now, is that I'm, I'm, Joshua's on the show? It is not. <laughs> it really isn't. It really isn't. It's because I think this is the kind of game that if 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 because it's it's on uh, because it's in Blacksburg, and you got a Virginia Tech team that this is this is their ACC championship game. They're laying it all out. And and they want and they want to prove something. They want they need they need a calling card coming out party moment. This is their calling card. Beating Clemson in prime time is would be a massive deal. So I'm 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 gonna ride with the Hokies for the upset. And and I'm saying it's gonna be Notre Dame and Miami in the ACC championship game. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> but 
I'm good. I'm good. And then the other thing is, me and Charlie are like neck and neck in our picks this week. I got to do something different than what he's doing. So I'm riding with the Hokies. Hokies don't let me down. Please, bro. Hey, uh, All right. I'm just saying, man, don't text me in the first quarter. <laughs> you know I am. Hey, you know I am. You know I am. I'll talk. Plus, you know I how popcorn's coming. Huh? I thought they had a chance, but. I mean, listen, if they're down, if they're down by 25 at the end of the first quarter, then clearly I was wrong about this one. <laughs> but, but I really think there's a possibility. And, and, the Hokies are that are that one team in the ACC that they have some they have an offense they have a solid that running game is solid. I like Khalil Herbert. I think he's fantastic. Uh, out of the three I, top, out of three top teams, Clemson does have the toughest toughest game. Uh, you're right. That that's exactly right. Because you know Miami's gonna sell. They're gonna absolutely sell. Notre Dame's gonna sell. Clemson's got to go earn this. Right. They got now now to their credit. They haven't struggled much this season. But the run game gave them many problems in Notre Dame. Many problems. Ian Book gave them many problems. Uh, and, and so I, I think this is the kind of set. If, if Virginia Tech is studying that Notre Dame tape, this could be interesting. This could be interesting. So, yeah. Hokies, I'm riding with you. I'm riding. I'm, we're going we're gonna to roll this all the way to Blacksburg. So, there you go. <laughs> Hey, listen, Joshua, what do you got going on, man, that you want to tell the people about? How can they find you? How can they keep up with you? Um, You can find me on all social media platforms at Joshua Morgan Sr. Um, I got a lot of stuff going on, man. <laughs> you know, since I retired, I did a couple of movies, had small roles in a couple of movies. Um, I did like four movies. Stop right there. What movies? What movies? You got to tell us the movies. They've been on BET, so it was like an all-in with uh, Lil Mama. Um, nice. It was one called uh, Angrily Ever After. You know, uh, it's a lot of different movies, all small roles, all BET films. So I'm trying to work on my acting career and get that together. Um, nice. Working on my book. I'm trying to write an autobiography and working on that. Um, and hopefully that gets turned into a movie and hopefully that movie gets turned into a TV series. Oh, and nice. Tyler Perry to hit me back, hopefully. Oh, listen, man. There's other guys out here besides Tyler Perry that can. I know, I, mean, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. saying. I'm just saying. I, I just don't like being ignored. So I hope he at least respond and tell me no. <laughs> I, 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 I. Uh, you know, um, it's definitely a lot of guys. Um, I'm coaching. You know, I'm coaching. Um, I'm currently going to be coaching. Uh, with, if we have a season this year, I'm going to be helping Curl, Archbishop Curl, uh, high school in DC. I'm going to be nice. helping the wide receivers out, helping the offense out on there. Um, I'm working with a lot of different kids um, with another NFL ACC legend, um, Eddie Mason. He went to North Carolina, played linebacker. You know Mace? Yeah, Mace. Yeah, working with him. Um, with the Tell program. him to say hello. He's a good buddy of mine. I definitely will, man. We're doing a combine this Sunday for uh, the Pro Elite Academy. It's nonprofit. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're doing a combine for them this Sunday. So I'm going to say him Sunday. Yeah, well, I'll hit him up, but uh, I know you worked with uh, Mace. Yeah, yeah, I've been working with Mace for about what, almost two years now. Charlie, Joshua's out here. He's out here. I see. He's doing his thing. I'm trying. I'm trying to be man. I'm trying. I'm trying to be legendary like you. Do you get a chance to talk? Do you get a chance to talk a lot to the wide receivers at 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 uh, at, at Vitek? I don't. 
I kind of go through, yeah, you know, I had some former teammates down there, like one of the Fuller brothers, you know, he's the recruiting coordinator down there, so I talk to him a lot, but I don't really know the wide receiver coach like that, so I don't get to talk to him. Because with all the information that you have, and you had a, a wonderful NFL career, man, just amazing. Uh, what I mean, what? how do you – what would you tell these guys, especially right now, what would you tell a player right now that it has that that next level potential that you had? What would you? What? How would you keep them encouraged? What would you say to them? Um, the only thing you can do is continue to stay ready. I mean, that's it's an old cliche, but you know you continue to stay ready, so you don't have to get ready. You prepare like you in the NFL now, and that's kind of what we did when I was at VTech. You know, so much talent on that team, and we saw so many guys. We were so close to the D'Angelo Halls, the Michael Vicks, and all of them. They were right there, so we knew what it took, and we kind of saw their work ethic and saw how they performed out there. So you just all got to always stay locked in, you know what I'm saying? Continue to stay locked in and prepare like you already did. Yeah. I mean, basically with this COVID situation, it's easier to prepare like that because it's almost like, okay, you in your room all day, you're doing your work online, you're on a computer all day, then dedicate everything else to your grind. If you're grinding, you got that next level talent, the NFL is where you want to be. You got to prepare like you already did. Everything got to be, it ain't no hanging out. It's not no going to parties anyway. You shouldn't be partying anyway right now. Right. So COVID is kind of, you know, you master your craft. And that's all you should be doing anyway. Like, why would you go to these parties? Why would you want to hang out? You know, it's too risky anyway. If you dedicated yeah. and you focused, then you're not thinking about none of that anyway. It's school, grind, school, grind. Master my craft. Trying to be the best. I'm not preparing for Clemson right now. I'm preparing for, you know, the top corner in the NFL, you know, I'm yeah. looking at them and I'm watching film on them and I'm trying to prepare for that. And I mean, that's what I would basically tell them, man. Just lock in. You got to be so obsessed with your craft and mastering your craft that they kind of think you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was when we was in school. Like, they used to be like, I don't know what's up with Josh, but he tripping, man. He back in the weight room. He back out there in the film. He back in the film room, man. He don't come to no parties. He don't do nothing. He just in the wow. weight room at school, you know. You just got to be that obsessed with it. No, that's the only way it's going to be because that's what it takes. Wow. There, there it is, Charlie. That's a good start. How, how can you not like this guy? I mean, my goodness. <laughs> Joshua, man, I hope you would come back and join us a couple of few, a few more times. Oh, yeah. I'd love to, man. I would love to. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, listen, man, this has been a great one. It's been a fun one, as always. We got our picks in the book. Uh, definitely going to be uh, texting Charlie. When when Vitek gets this victory this weekend. <laughs> We hit Charlie up. I'll be sitting there watching the game. I'll, I'll be watching. There you go. There you go. Hopefully our popcorn. Shout out to one of our sponsors, Popcorn World. Uh, uh, the, the popcorn hopefully will arrive before uh, Saturday. We'll be really chomping down on some popcorn while all this is going on. But uh, doing the world of flavor.com. Huh? I'll take my selfie. There you go. Yeah, when you get it, man, you got you to uh, take your selfie with it. Guys, we gotta get you, we gotta get you some popcorn, man. Oh, uh, we're doing the world of flavor.com. Uh man, crazy 250 flavors of popcorn. 250 flavors of popcorn. This is the most incredible thing you've ever seen in your life. Anything you can it's like the fair, Joshua. Everything fried. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 and, and when I tell you it's any flavor you can think of, it's in, I mean, 
Man, the dude got barbecue. He got crab legs. He got dill pickle. I mean, just I know you said crab legs. Crab legs actually is my wife's favorite. That's her favorite flavor. The crab legs tastes like old bay, huh? No, man, just like you, like you dipped it right in there and was like, "Oh, this is amazing." He, I don't know how he's pulling this off, but shout out to the LeBaron Burton and the, and our doing the world of flavor popcorn world family. Uh, but yeah, doing the world of flavor. Go check that out, man. And uh. Shout out to betonline.ag, the one sponsor of this show. We had a good time here today. I hope you did too. Uh, Charlie, you got any final thoughts as we head towards the weekend? Um, I don't know. Shout out to my uh, Seminoles, ladies Seminoles. Um, and actually, the men are playing tonight basketball. Uh, ladies Seminoles beat the Gators last night. Anytime we can beat the Gators in anything, it's a great night. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was grateful for that, and our men, hopefully, they're still winning. They're playing North Florida, you know, some tune-up games, but I'm looking forward to seeing them play. They got, they're like 12 deep, um, and all of them, <laughs> they're good, so. You just, you just, you just say, did you just say uh, it, North Florida is a tune-up game? Like, you just, you just dismiss North Florida that fast? You, you, I didn't hear it, but. I said you just dismissed you dismissed North Florida that fast. You called them the tune-up game. Uh, North Florida. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 I mean, the game was they were up, they were up thirteen. When Way I up sixteen now. So there you go. Oh, they're sixteen. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Florida State. Florida State seems more hand with they, they haven't played in like uh, four weeks <laughs> either. They missed 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 a couple games. So this is a good tune-up game and. And Coach Ham uh, is playing like everybody on the roster. So, so Listen, those guys. The fact that we're even seeing basketball right now is miraculous. I'm 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 blown away that we're even seeing. Now, hopefully, we can get to the end of this season as well. But we'll see. But man, it's been it's been a fun ride today. Yeah, this is Joshua Morgan, legend in the game, out here acting, doing look, doing big things. Oh, about to become the next uh, Idris Elba and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> so, shout out to you. I appreciate you, man. You have been listening to Believe in the ACC. That's Charlie Ward. I'm Lloyd Spence. We'll see you on Monday here on uh, Facebook and on YouTube. And then, of course, this podcast drops wherever podcast can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday at noon. But until then, we will see you. Y'all have a great weekend, all right? You have been listening to Believe in the ACC with Charlie Ward and Lloyd Spence. You can tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on the Believe Podcast Network, Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere podcasts can be heard. You can also watch Charlie and Lloyd on Facebook, on the Noisemakers page, and on YouTube on the Noise Media YouTube channel. Please like, subscribe, and follow on all our platforms. And we will keep taking you inside the ACC. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.